And this is the Podcast Serbia Blacklist Podcast for this week's episode, Minister D, number 99. I'm Brian, joined by Dave, and we finally got number 99. I would have assumed we had 99, but we finally got it. (laughs) (laughs) We're there, and uh, gosh, what a jam-packed episode of stuff. We got lots of information. It, it, for for me, complaining all about that the writers need to get this story moving, they got us moving. Yeah, this week there was there was a lot a lot going on. I I I had bullet points to bullet points and, and I'm things not like sure that. I even understand all of it. So oh yeah, conversation you can hopefully. I mean, it felt like there was some stuff in the dark, but uh, yeah. Oh gosh, I mean the the, the courtroom stuff's great, uh, and it really it it fills in some holes the the shows had some holes filled in for us <laughs> so important <laughs> stuff was awesome uh and I, we'll we'll get to it a little later but i had a very happy moment and uh <laughs> <laughs> to where i even texted you as such during the show i'm like oh i'm so happy all right so yeah minister d you know sorry, as opposed to last week's episode which was just non-stop you know, action and story. I felt like this one started slow. Like I felt like, oh god, this is just going to be a. It was a little more classic. Um, another bad guy of the week, and it wasn't yeah. going to be much. And we'll get some courtroom stuff, but it really all tied the room together in the end. So, like a good carpet does. Uh, <laughs> we <laughs> we get this uh, switchboard guy. I'll just. I'll just. <laughs> Ignore that and abide. <laughs> the Dave abides. Um, we get the switchboard guy listening to calls, <laughs> listening in on what people are saying and trying to find, you know, we, we find he's a blackmailer is our, our bad guy of the week. He just, uh, he taps phones and gets info he needs so that he could blackmail people for money and uh, you know, actually kind of makes some good sense. But, uh, yeah, he makes a comment towards the end of I blackmail bad people and make a living off it. Right. Right. It, to a point where Liz is like you know, agreed with him. You know, you 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 made bad people pay. So Yeah. Well just not it's not justice, but But he's uh given to uh Liz and the uh the task force to chase after because Red needs this guy for evidence. Uh, for his case and that's as much as we know right now as the at that moment in the episode um i'll I'll get down that road later because there's other stuff but uh (laughs) but because red tries to get a uh continuance you know kind of following that because he knows this evidence is going to be important and uh so apparently we're moving now asking for it i mean besides the way it was written but yeah, I don't know. It, it seems like, other than just convenience for moving the plot, it seems like stuff that he might have tried to get before. Like, this seems like a tape. That Red would have gone after. Red would have had. Two decades 20 ago. 20 years ago is what I was. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he would have had this sitting in a bunker somewhere uh, or in a safe deposit box or something somewhere. Yeah. Right. That that he could have been hiding. I mean, why, why would this. Uh, need to be something he had to go find now like as his case is going to trial uh and he obviously unless gets... okay so hold on here 
unless because of the fact that it actually was given more weight. You know, I'm thinking about this now. It was actually was given more weight because it was actually presented by the FBI. It wasn't something he just pulled out of his pocket that could theoretically be manufactured. It was almost like he was waiting on this. Gotcha. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I, I need to leave this here, and this is, you know, just a, a piece in the board, which is what he does. Mm-hmm. Um, because if he, again, if he just pulls it up, you you recorded that in your basement last night. Um, whereas because the FBI got it in the evidence of another case, and a wrestler said it was whatever versus Maryland. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Wade, Wade versus Maryland. I had any exculpatory evidence. I have to provide this. How it gets delivered to him gives a credibility. It yes. gives the evidence so that's, credibility. that's why okay mm-hmm. we solved our own question there you go all right we're done that being or said uh you know this guy uh <laughs> this guy's found really quickly again another one of those blacklisters that arm you know hits a few keys on the keyboard and boom i got him in his location and they find this guy uh although they they find his his hideout his you know where where he does all this yeah uh, they don't actually find him right away and they have to kind of chase after his last target, the people he's blackmailing, in order to get uh, in order to get them to cooperate to capture him. Uh, and in doing so, you know, one of them dies. I mean, they're they're inconsequential people. They it was a guy and his lover kill his yeah. wife for her for inheritance and uh, insurance. But yeah, yeah, or an insurance, right? And. Uh, that was that, but uh, but they catch they do catch the guy uh, again with Liz completely unprepared when she's ch- they're chasing him down in the uh, and she chases him into a bathroom. It's like he's clearly going to be in the last stall. So let's do what our tip with her and getting and this is like the Get fifth episode where she's been in a men's room. And gets overpowered. So apparently, <laughs> men's room are Liz's kryptonite. Right. Um, but I'm like, oh, he's like, he's he's a, I don't want to say significantly older, but yeah, you know. an older man who easily overpowers her, and uh, yeah. and and uh, Navabi sa- saves the day there. We do get a little Navabi stuff. Yeah, it's kind of minor. I think that's gonna. Now we're going to start seeing that a little bit more, and I think it, that's going to come up. Yeah, it was minor, but it, it, it's she's not the only one recognized. Aram recognized it. You know, she was in a dark room. She complained of a migraine, but Aram's kind of like noticing something's going on. Uh, the way the episode yeah. ends, he, he and she was like, "I didn't get him before." Right. Um, so he, I mean, he, she was good. I, I'm assuming she was in there because of a migraine. Sure. Um, yeah, taking the approach she's taking, I mean, medically, there's there nobody would fault her for having issues. Yeah following being in a coma that why don't you just own up to it, get some professional help here and, and still be able to do your job. I mean, they're not going to keep you from being part of the task force. I don't think because of what she knows and how valuable she's been, but you know, they might give her some time to, she may not be an active uh, field agent. She may not be allowed to go out anymore. Right. But you know, she could still be useful and helpful. Uh, but just give her some time to get better, and, and I I agree. I think it, we're finally going to get some resolution to that probably in the next couple episodes, where maybe Aram brings it up to Cooper and says, "There's something off with her. We need to get her some help and uh, get her right so she can be a you know better person." Because 
we almost had it in this episode where she's chasing uh, that one guy up the stairwell, and I thought, oh my god, she's going to have like a vertigo type. vertigo thing and fall yeah. off or something like that. Uh, you know, I, I think that's what's going to end up happening is we're going to have some sort of moment in a future episode where she it truly affects her. She can't, and somebody gets hurt. Right, exactly. She can't do her job, and somebody gets hurt. Somebody gets shot. Whatever, uh, and then that now comes out, and they get her the proper help she needs. And then it probably gets handled off screen, and then the next week she's back and she's fine, and her you know she's taking pills and her treatment makes it all better, which is fine. Just resolve it because you're you're treating it. I'm talking to the writers here like this little nugget you got to throw in to remind us every couple of weeks. I, my guess is you have a greater plan for it, and it could be one that completely throws our story arc out of whack, which is fine. I just hope it does, and it's just not some red herring or whatever that you know, or MacGuffin or whatever just means nothing yeah. to the show. And it's just there for character development because we don't care about the character that much. No, we kind of don't. Uh, it needs to have some, some relevance. Yep. So, uh, along the way we get Dembe is, uh, investigating who made the call, um, to, to, to the police that got red captured. And yeah, I had to, that was one I had to put like, where is he? What is he doing? Like, for whatever reason, it wasn't clicking in my head until later in the conversation. I'm like, oh, okay, he's making the call to get to the payphone to figure out who made the call, yada, yada. But I just, when he started it, I had no idea why he was where. Did I miss something? Yeah, that's what I was kind of forgetting what's going on here. I thought he was trying to set up something. I, I, I had forgot. I didn't even think he was in New York, I thought he was still in London. Yeah, I had forgotten what Dembe's role in this whole episode, last two episodes, honestly, was. Uh, but he ends up talking to the girl because we get to hear the call. And it's definitely not Liz. I, I initially wrote, oh, Liz, you know, altered her voice or something for the call. But no, they hired somebody to make the call. And as it turns out, it was actually Jennifer, the one making the call. No. Or J Jennifer, the one getting the girl to make the call. Yeah, Jennifer um, approached the other girl to do it. Yeah, right. The homeless girl made the call. But Jennifer was the one that was involved in it because Dembe showed a picture of Liz and she's like, that's not the woman that paid me to make the call, uh, which is important detail for later. That way Dembe yeah. doesn't have to lie to Red. He could just omit certain truths. And uh, yeah, that's that. Do we want to just finish up that storyline now? <laughs> uh, it's not relevant yeah. to the trial stuff. There's, so there's not a whole lot to it. Um, but yeah, basically, uh, Dembe confronts Liz about it, and uh, he says that uh, he knows Liz and Jennifer were the ones that set up Red, got him, got you know, conspired to get him captured, and uh, Liz admitted it, but then asked Dembe to keep the secret, and Dembe goes through this thing about how you know he keeps Red's secrets. And, you know, she's asked him to keep her secrets as well. So if he's a secret keeper, as he stated, you know, I am red secret keeper. Does that make him Sirius Black or Peter Pettigrew? <laughs> Which will he be? You're yeah. like, what is he talking about? No, I'm with okay, you. Okay, now I'm I with get you. it. <laughs> I'm with you. Um, I don't know. I mean... We, he, she's already had the conversation with Dembe this season about, you know, you know the answers I'm looking for. And I know, and you won't tell me. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's... Well, that, that just makes him Dumbledore. Yeah. 
<laughs> You're like, oh God, stop! But but anyway, <laughs> Tembe does go to Red and uh, tells. I stumped Brian. Yep. Ten points to Gryffindor. Got me. <laughs> Brian's like, oh, dude, stop! <laughs> but Dembe does keep the secret because at this point we've seen Red talking about he knows Liz knows. Yeah. He believes he, Liz is the one that set him up. Yes. And he, it, it's he, breaking he, his heart. You know, it's it's because yeah. he's going to have to do something about it. He oh. still believes that. Mm-hmm. Even after all this, he still believes she knows. He just no longer believes she's the one that called him in. That also set him up. Yes. Right. And uh, but Tembe says exactly what he knows. I showed the girl the photo of Liz. She said that wasn't the person that yeah. that made it. And she didn't know the girl that, you know, the woman that told her to make the call. I, you know, he knows who, who it was, obviously, yeah. but he's going to leave that information out. Yeah. Uh, but Red is clearly relieved, you know, that Liz wasn't the one that the set him, him up. Yeah, that betrayed him. Uh, there was definitely a sense of relief for Red uh, on his face there when that happened. So now that that's the rest of the episode. So now we have the trial. So I guess this this trial is ju- they're trying all the counts separately. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I'm only doing one. Because that's uh, what I mean. I'm like, well, they're 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 all in on the treason. <laughs> and I mean, that had to have been, I guess, the biggest one they could do. Uh, yeah, because this is the one where they could definitely go for the death penalty and yeah, and go after him for that. So. We get a lot of good stuff. We get, stuff some, we get some, some details that we'd never really had before. And lots uh, of use of talking about Raymond Reddington, not... Who's the pronoun game? Not Yeah, not me, not him. The pronoun and game was played. Everybody did it. Everybody did. Everybody. <laughs> A wrestler did it. Uh, the, the, the prosecuting Rest- attorney did it. Uh, Red well, did it. The judge so did it. Here's here's what I I believe on this, right? So, um, the prosecutor picked up on it and knew something was wrong. And yep, he, you know, wrestler told what he believed to be a lie. Um, Correct. which by the way, wrestler and I wrote this down: wrestler lying in the court or deceiving the court is the equivalent of Dembe deceiving Red. There was a parallel there, a heavy, heavy Absolutely. parallel. Absolutely. Uh, Red wrestler is lawful. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the law first. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but so there was, but, it, but anyway, I, I didn't finish my thought on that. So go ahead. Um, the, the prosecutor picked up. So when Red did it, he almost basically was just like, well, we're all doing it. So I'm just carrying it, carrying it on. So it, it was almost so he just made it so commonplace. Right that people kind of wouldn't think about it yep. uh, because he was doing it. Now, I also think by him doing that, he didn't lie on the stand. None of them did. I mean, honestly, even though wrestler, although wrestler did lie saying, yes, that man's in the courtroom. That was the only moment when he actually lied there because Maybe the real Red Reddington is in the jury. And, Maybe and, it's that's, the lady. That, well, that's what I'm wondering. I'm like, could this, <laughs> could this? But uh, he, he definitely, um, 
Maybe he brought one of the bones in with him. Something, something. But he definitely played it, you know, he chose his words very carefully on the stand yeah. so that he wouldn't lie. And when it was actually it finally was... called on him and he was told he had to answer the question by the judge, is Raymond Reddington in this courtroom? Because he was definitely dodging that question because that's the one where he's going to have to lie. And we've seen this, you know, we've seen Cooper get up on the stand and do this. So, you know, now we got two people getting up on the stand under oath saying things a certain way, but kind of lying or definitely lying uh, in order to protect Red. I mean, wrestler really, I mean, ultimately he, he, he ultimately did. Yes. I, there's, there's no sugarcoating that. Uh, but, uh, but we get the information on the treason. So we're starting to get some background. Yeah. And and uh, even if we've gotten some of it before, we're getting it all laid out for us because it's it's courtroom testimony now. So it's all the facts are coming out and that Raymond Reddington was one of 16 people that knew about this secret mission that the USS Gideon was going on and where their coordinates were going to be and because of leaking information about where it was, the the sh- the ship was destroyed and in killed all those on board that's the treason that's 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 what the treason is being tried for or what they're trying him for treason for and uh yeah then red needs so we find out that red needs a tape that was recorded from december 7 1990 that our blacklister minister d had that could solve it for him because red starts now bringing up stuff that again, we never heard him talk about before. You know, Katerina Rostova framed me and by the eyes of hell, us as the viewers, by the eyes of the court, by the eyes of the jury, they're thinking this is just a defendant making shit up so he can, you know, so he can, you know, get reasonable doubt, but he was absolutely telling what happened. No, it was, he, he told it, um, straight out and yeah. Um, hold on. I had some thoughts on that. Um, well, when red questions, uh, wrestler, you know, about what he knows and doesn't know and, you know, indicates that, uh, Katarina was the one who leaked the information to the KGB, not him stole secrets from him, um, or stole secrets from Raymond Reddington, not from him. Stole secrets from Raymond Reddington to leak them to the KGB, and um, you know asks wrestler, does the KGB you know hate Raymond Reddington and want to discredit him? And wrestler supported that, you know, say you know w- with his belief that yes, he he did believe that that was the case. Uh, we get the forensic accountant gets up on the stand and talks about the money transfers and all that, and talks about how it needs like a fingerprint and and so fingerprint forth. Fingerprint password. I'm like, oh, that's gone. Um, yep. that could all be duplicated quickly. Yep. And I watched Ant-Man. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> and, and Red's like, well, it, it could be done. I'm being framed for this yeah. treason. I did not do this. And if you would just give me a continuance, you just give me a moment, judge. I can get that. Uh, you know, we're working to get that evidence and we'll have it. And then I can prove that. And they were able to get the tape and, uh, but before that, Red even gets, you know, the judge takes the recess and she comes out and says, you know, instructs the jury that, you know, even though he's he's representing himself, he has the right to testify in a narrative form, which is. Yeah, because he can't ask himself questions because it would just be silly. Right. So it's absolutely true. Um, and 
and he gets to do that, and uh, he tells the story about 35 years ago that a, a naval intelligence officer fell for a Russian woman, you know, plays the pronoun game. You know, yeah. it, the, the relationship evolved into, you know, there was a pregnancy. They had a daughter. Um, you know, really references red in the third person throughout this. Yeah. Uh, but that, uh, you know, Rostova was assigned to get close to him and, and, and steal his information that he knew and use him. And then he brings up the cabal. We haven't heard about the cabal in a little while. And, and yeah. And so I wrote down, who was it I wrote down? Um, talking about myself in the third person. Hey, we're back to the cabal, you know? And I'm like, this was in the news. It was released to the public. And he kind of said, there's a Wikipedia page on it. Oh, right. Uh, he talked about like, the cabal. Know yeah. about this, like, seriously. So he, he did, you know, because the prosecutor was like, whatever, this is crazy. And, and he kind of went, no, this, you know, this is public knowledge. Yep. Um, you should know about this. So I was like, okay, they, they did kind of tie that up. Right. Bit. And that the cabal and Katarina framed Reddington. But again, uses it all in the pronoun game, all in the third person. So he's not—he's not lying on the stand. He's telling exactly what happened, and talks about the. And then Raymond Reddington became a completely different person. After this happened. Uh, but then goes on to say, you know, I never committed treason. I for all the things I did. Not a single thing that was treasonous. Was treasonous. Did he do that in the first person? I think he did. Did he, did he change? I, I almost want to go watch it again just to yeah, I think to see did. if there was a switch. I feel like he did. Um, but but yeah, so basically, you know, one of my thoughts that I wrote down at the time, because I'm kind of like trying to put all this together, because we're just, we get hit with all this information in a couple scenes here. And now... You know, we're waiting for stuff to talk about. We're waiting to have theories, you know, things to have theories on. And now my theories are running crazy. And I'm thinking at the time, you know, the real red wouldn't cooperate. So they decide to replace him with a new red that would. But we'll find out a little later that that's not true because they get the recording of the phone call. And it was Katerina talking to Alan Fitch, who's played by Alan Alda. And I got I, I got Alan Alda's voice. <laughs> But there was a, there a quick, and, and a quick and a quick shot of his face. I saw this and I went, Brian is going to shit himself. Um, and five minutes later, I get an I am from you going, I squeed a little. Yep. Uh, and I'm like, I know. Yep. Alan Alda is my favorite actor. So yeah. uh, love me some Alan Alda. So getting even that was great. Uh, just to, re you know, re be reminded of the character and how important he was. I mean, he was a important character in season one. Uh, and because that was actually two, wasn't it? It was one into two, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We saw him in one and yeah. he was addressed in two. Yeah. But yeah, he was, you know, one of the heads of the cabal and yeah, it was real good stuff there that we got. And, Everything that is said in this recording says we need to frame him. You know, we need to. Yeah. It, it basically gets it gets read off, and he does. You know, the the. Well, it was you can't just kill him. 
because he has enough information from everything else that he will expose you if he dies. But right. It's, if it's, it's better to discredit him. him. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you're right, because if we kill him, there will be an investigation into it, and we we can't have that found. So it's better to 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 do it the other way. Uh, so he gets uh, found not guilty for the single count of treason, and now the other cases will be heard. The various criminal activity cases now will be tried separately. I hope to God they aren't tried individually. <laughs> they just kind of just let's. Just... It, it may be. <laughs> I mean, maybe this was the only one that was quote unquote treason. Right. The others are not treason because he and didn't do anything right. treasonous. Now it's just criminal activities, gun yeah. running, things like that, which could still put him away for many, many years. Yeah. Uh, but uh, at least at this point, the treason one's off the table. So now he won't be brought up. He he, he couldn't be sentenced to death because the remaining stuff isn't death sentence worthy. Is yeah. is what we're going to yeah. assume from here on out. Because they definitely took the angle of that first one, thinking they had a slam dunk case, and it, it didn't work. And what did he say? I didn't write the note. He said something to uh, that sound you hear is your. That's the that's the wind deflating from your sails, or yeah, something like that. To, yeah. to the uh, prosecuting attorney. Um, and that that look <laughs> of of wrestler, just like, yep. I'm here and there's nothing I can do about it. Cause you played me. Um, yep. <laughs> and, and he said it, you know, everything I dislike and admire yep. uh, about the FBI, because he knew rest would be there. And he almost knew it would be either him or Cooper that would deliver it. Yep. Um, Got to put him on the stand and it was, it was a legit yeah, fact, stuff. Fact, so. It couldn't have been Cooper. It would have had to have been him. Um, yeah. because he was already, um, in line. He'd already been sworn in. He'd already, I mean, it was a, Cooper was actually sworn in for a hearing, not for the trial. Right. It, it was better so, to have wrestler yeah. deliver it. He was the he was the guy hunting down Red for years, yeah. uh, and they they were kind of tied at the hip for that. So, so that all gets heard, and you know now we get the the kind of outro conversations. You know, Red talking to Liz about uh, you know about. Well, lots of stuff there, but basically he said to, in third person, you know, your parents loved you very much. Yeah. I caught that. Um, again, the, the show has been doing it all season where he and Liz have had these conversations together where they kind yeah. of talk in this a way of, that it's dancing, a lot of fencing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but that, that was an important line. Um, then we get to Liz and, and wrestler having a drink and, you know, thanking wrestler for not outing fake red in the trial and wrestler asks a question, which the question is supposed to be asked as the viewer, something to think about, but I don't think it's a difficult answer. So is the, you know, why did, why did this new red of all the people he could choose to be, if he's going to be this criminal mastermind, choose Raymond Reddington a guy who is on the run for treason and not somebody else and for me I think the answer is pretty easy because it's a great front to to if you're a person who doesn't have a country who two major superpowers want you dead that means you got a lot of allies who don't like those superpowers 
and you can make a lot of money and do quite well in your operations working with all these other countries that want to undermine the U.S. and Russia. Yeah, there was and a— that, that, I think, is a simple answer, but I think it's a good answer to that question that wrestler asked because they seem like this is something they need to investigate further, and I, I, think, I don't think so. It, it's a good opportunity to do that. Uh, but the problem is, is, and they've talked about this, and I think, I think they did it in the very first episode, um, Raymond Reddington went dark for five years. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of appeared back in like 1995 or 1996. Correct. So again, we need this timeline that some listener out there probably mm-hmm. has or can point us to that, you know, so... Um, right. Yeah, there is, there is, I think, I think there is more to it than that. Um, it, I mean, yeah, but, but it, it makes sense. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a, that's a reasonable, uh, explanation, but I don't, mm-hmm. I have more. I want to see if you pick up, I got, I got something. Go ahead. So what, what, what else no, do you have? No, I mean, seriously, cause I want to see if you picked up on the same thing I did. Um, what, well, what have you got left? That, that's about my thoughts. So what else do you have? No major correlation between the fire that killed her father and the fire that burned that dude. I okay, I did note that. <laughs> it's over here. Like I'm like, because yes. I, I thought I'm like, oh, he's burned. The timing. I had just started putting all that together when she's like, oh, the fire, and I'm like, oh, okay, she's putting it together. She's figured something out, and I'm like, that's not where she went with this at all. Yeah, I would have gone that way with it if I were her. Were, were you there? Because he clearly knew Katerina Rostova. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's. I'm, we're speaking that you know like we're they're they're talking in english but they're not having the same conversation right <laughs> uh, you know what i mean and it's like uh, something's kind of weird here um so i think that's going to come back and i think he's going to be the father minister d <laughs> anyway that he's that's my story and i'm sticking to it <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> or his gay lover is Red Reddington. Hmm. No. So <laughs> <laughs> I had to think. <laughs> uh, that that the the gay lover wasn't explained very well. Okay, so I, I found I found I, I'm I'm actually found a Reddit timeline, so I'm just gonna go. I'm going to you know, December of 1990, uh, just to read through what this Reddit timeline has. Uh, I'll post this. Uh, this is stuff about Berlin, um, but then according to her theory, Red disappears on December 24th, 1990. However, we're never actually told that. It was Christmas it was Eve. Christmas 1990, yeah. Um, On his way home, Christmas Eve 1990, we were told that. It was yep. like episode uh, I'm just, re- yeah, I, I don't know how old this, I, but, interesting, okay. You, you can't do that. We're recording, dude. I know, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> bad, bad, bad reading. All I, I, the listeners I, are like, seriously, guys, come on. What's he away. talking about? So, anyway, yeah, so. Um, don't, don't read it. <laughs> so, what, um. So I guess, but like I said, this episode and the previous episode, we got lots of stuff. We got lots of things going on. I think the show actually escalated well. You know, where I felt like the show was lagging 
um, throughout this season that it wasn't advancing the big arc. I think we 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 hammered home a lot of stuff. Still got lots and lots and lots of questions, but we definitely move forward with the, with the storyline so that it gives us stuff to chew on. So, what are some of your thoughts then? I think at some point this season we are going to have a scene with uh, Red having a drink with the judge. Oh, that's been teased. So, <laughs> like, she almost flirted back with him. Um, you know, of all the people I've had in here, you're incorrigible. Um, oh yeah, I'm... and you know, and he actually does know the meaning of the word. Yes. So. <laughs> there, there's this neat admiration that they that she has for him. Like, She's yeah. Like she hears him and says, "He's not wrong." No, no matter how much she, she's a good quality. Yeah, you know, he, he's no not wrong. Her job is to be right. Uh, she's being very impartial to it, as much as she will still announce at times, like you said, you're incorrigible, and because you know he wanted to have the uh, debate over. Uh, she, I mean, uh, allegedly uh, rotten apple. Um, yep. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I just so you know this. I still think, you know, we talked about in the last episode, I, I think Jennifer's off doing her investigation. I don't think uh, she's gone to, you know, be out of the show for a while. I think she's being out of the show, but she's doing something. We might she's even get doing the, the slow motion training video with the ropes and the tires. So she comes back all buff. Could be, could uh, be, but whatever it may be, I actually wouldn't be surprised if we get a Jennifer centric episode. Um, where we see what where we see what she's been doing a a non blacklisted episode blacklister episode where we find out what she's Maybe doing get a blacklist number uh, very well could goes, but goes dirty but where we've seen her like in the previous episode I thought her acting was great for a character for a person that I didn't really enjoy this character and kind of wanted to go away I really enjoyed watching her in that and I think seeing the previous episode yeah it was. That's why I meant the previous one. Yeah, the the Marco uh, Yankovic. Um, I think that um, she, she's showed that she could carry a, an episode. Maybe if they if so, if she has gone off and doing something uh, of her own investigation, trying to find out the truth, but doing it the right way and not doing it with all these you know kidnappings and and killings. Uh, we we could see an episode. Um, that that follow that kind of brings us up to speed what she's doing. So I figure five episodes from now she comes back into the storyline and we f- figure out what she's been doing that whole time. Uh, I think Red's gonna easily find his way out of any future issues. Um, I think the court stuff is done. I I can't believe we're gonna be dragging court stuff around much more. I did see the tease for the next episode, so but it not... has nothing to the fact we saw the trailer for next. Yeah, week. but but I'm gonna actually let that go. I'm just gonna yeah. say I I think we're 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 done I, with that and we're gonna see Red back to you know fr- free in the world out doing his uh his stuff being being red being red, um I and you know we're eight nine episodes into this season now, uh and don't know if this is the last season or not. So it, it really, that that's what's going to depend on how the rest of the season's going to go. If this is the last season, then I think we'll, we'll escalate towards an ending. Um, well, pretty quickly in the next, what, 10, 12 episodes. I think, so I think they could 
tie up most everything for us by the end of the season and then oh hey we got renewed and then just kind of start a new story arc next year safely um, they could they they could introduce new things that we just didn't know about as long as they kind of tie up you know will the real red reddington stand stand up you know the exploding house uh from season one mm-hmm. you know which is you know there's a few of those things um yeah and- they tie all those up then they can do they can start a whole new storyline next year and it be, can be you know independent and does the show have any strength to carry on without that arc yeah that that would be the only concern i mean i think i think once people learn what they want to know like those that have stuck with the show from the beginning and are still watching you know once once you've to- answered the questions that they have will they stop watching they they would need to introduce new powerful questions early next year um right if, that, if that, that flip they, everything they we've it. learned yeah yeah um yeah okay well i like i said we we got a lot in this i i can't wait to see what the listeners have to say um i i do yeah, i do us. love the uh the the comments on facebook and twitter when y'all post it so definitely let us know what you caught from this episode how does it all work with the timeline uh and you know how it's gonna tidy up i i think we got a lot of good stuff these uh two episodes um which happened to be this week, the reason I'm saying that, but however you watch them, these last two episodes gave us a lot when we kind of were getting a little sluggish this season. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm excited we had these two. There is no episode next week, uh, so it's a it's a two-week break. That's probably why we got two this week. Um, I I didn't look as to why. My guess is some other show is getting a two-parter next week. Yeah. Um, so... We'll be back in two weeks with the next episode, but uh, certainly let us know what uh, thoughts and theories you have now that we've gotten this much information out. Uh, you can email us at blacklist at podcastrv.com, or you can also get on Facebook or Twitter, as I said, on and uh, check uh, us out at podcastrvia. So that is going to do it for this week's episode. I'm Brian, and he's Dave, and we'll see you all next time. Good night, everybody.